Hi there and welcome to the Virtue Cafe. That's the Shekilola Salami Show. I'm your host, Shekilola Salami. And who have I got with me here today? I Oops. <laughs> um, I am Kinget, and I'm an author and a journalist in Chicago, Illinois. Hello, Robert. How are you? Oh, I'm excellent. <laughs> okay, so what do you do, Robert? Uh, well, I know you said you're an author and a, and a journalist, but what sort of books do you write? Uh, for the moment, I write, I have written a memoir, and it's called Off the Grid, Living Blind Without the Internet. Um, I'm currently in the process of writing uh, two f f fiction books mm -hmm. um, and a another memoir as well. But for the most part, uh, my journalism work um, is is. Locally based, so I do a lot of uh, local news items. I'm the guy who makes constructions sound really, really intriguing and and debonair and suave in the newspaper. So. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Um, so, so what, sorry. Yeah, and um, also I um I do a lot of uh, personal essays, and I do a lot of uh, personal uh, personal writing because I feel like a lot of other people could either learn from our pain or anguish or happiness or fresh or just everything about us. I, I feel that a lot of people can learn a lot from personal essays as opposed to just a factually, uh, a purely uh, news-driven uh, story also. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds interesting. So it's a nice sunny day in London. What would you like to drink today? Ooh, um, I, I, I am incredibly boring. So I, so I would like to um, probably just have an iced coffee. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, that's not too boring. It could be worse. You could ask for water. So <laughs> iced coffee is not too bad. Okay, coming right up. Um, in, a, in a second. Um, remind me again, just because I have baby brain, where are you based? Sh Chicago, Illinois. So I'm in the States. <laughs> okay. Cool. So here it's actually really early in the morning. It's like nine o'clock in the morning. So that, so coffee is good for, for this Time of, of day, course. anyway. Of so. course. <laughs> uh, 
hours ahead of you. Um, it's boiling. Um, I mean, it's not the worst um, amount of heat. Um, I'm just trying to see what the what the weather um, is like now. So at the moment, let me see if I can find it. Sometimes I do find these things. Um, at the moment, it's 27 degrees in London. So that's not that's not too bad. I mean, it is quite warm. But then again, you guys tend to deal with Fahrenheit, so I have no idea what that is. In right. American temperature. Yeah. Uh, yes. I actually like y'all's uh, y'all's measurements systems a lot more than ours because y'all's makes a lot more s s sense than ours, and it's easier to calculate. It's easier easier to judge, and and yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, one iced um, coffee coming up. Um, so now, I don't know if it was on the show you said this or if it was after, but, you know, you did say um, you are visually impaired. And I did have a lady who, um, she's also one of my favorite authors. Um, her name is um, Tara, Tara Woodturn. And so she comes on the show quite a lot. She hasn't actually been on this year. I need to ask her about that. Um, you know, I, I like having her come on all the time. But, um, you know, she did talk, did, um, she did do one um, episode where she talked about, you know, first of all, having full sight um, and then gradually losing her sacks. I think she had, um, I think if I remember correctly, and I do have baby brain, so you'll have to forgive me if I'm saying it's all correct, uh, all wrong. But I think she said she had a bit of diabetic retinopathy. Uh, so she then ended up losing, you know, quite a bit of vision, you know, in her eyes until she was classed as legally um, blind. Um, and I thought, you know, she was quite inspiring that irrespective of what had happened to her sight, she still got on and was able to do her writing, do consulting, and she didn't let that stop her. Um, so, you know, when did you start? Were you born, you know, visually impaired or how did your journey start? I, I was actually born legally blind, so I had some eyesight. I was a preemie, so I, I came into the world a lot earlier than I initially was supposed to. I just said, you know what, I am too cute to just sit here so i'm gonna come out and to the world earlier so <laughs> so um so that also led to uh complications and and uh and i was legally blind soon afterwards and i also was diagnosed uh with cerebral palsy and um so i was legally legally blind up until my last birth day september the ninth and i just lost all my vision on my birthday and so i had to go into the er and everything <laughs> on my birthday that was not <laughs> that was that not exactly bad <laughs> so i was like i 
and the whole time I'm like, you know, this would make for a great essay, but right now this just really is just terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, so um, I, I actually had a glaucoma attack, and so there's two types of glaucoma, and I just so happened to be the lucky person and have a incredibly rare kind of glaucoma attack. Um, for any medical nerds out there, I had I had a um, acute narrow angle glaucoma, and so that um, that caused my optic nerve to be totally damaged and so now i cannot see anything i can't see light or or sh shadows or anything at all anymore and as opposed to before i i, I could actually see color i could actually see uh, facial structures and everything and uh and now that i cannot see um it's it's really uh, it's really hard to try to describe a person mm. uh, writing-wise, anyway. Um, it's really hard to try to describe a person in a way that holds sighted people's interest. Um, because you can't see the person anymore, so you've got to try to uh, try to sh structure a description around maybe the person's uh, voice or their tone or how their hands feel if you. shake them so it's um so now if i do a personal essay and if i'm meeting a character i really have to i really have to try a different uh, set of combinations to make the description uh interesting to society people who read my essays and things okay that's that's quite interesting so yeah. um, how did you shut off the internet you know how did you live without the internet how like did you have any modifications in your home how do because i think i would struggle without the internet i think the you know the internet <laughs> is possibly one of the best things to be you know to have been invented since um, sliced bread so oh, how I agree. do you do it uh, well, actually, um, f for the f first few days and the first few weeks and everything, it was almost like a chain smoker quitting cold turkey. I used the internet um, all the time, every day, up until... Um, I was challenged not to. So the challenge was to not use any internet at all, even in 
public areas, um, e e even in like cafes and schools and everything, I couldn't use the internet at all. And I could not tell people that uh, I'm actually doing a challenge. I had to make it seem like I live without the internet um, normally. And that was really, really eye-opening for me because um, you, I've learned that I'm codependent on the internet and I'm pretty sure that a lot of other people are too. So for me, it was very, very, very hard. I had to, I mean, I could still use technology. I just couldn't use the internet part of those uh, um, of the technology. So that was really interesting because you learn a lot about you learn a lot about uh, temptation. Like, okay, I'm sitting at my laptop, and it could be very easy for me to just hit the wireless key on my laptop. So it. was a heck of a struggle to be around everybody else who had iPhones and everything, and I couldn't use any internet. So that was, um, you know, I had to tell people that I can't look up anything on your device. I can't use any internet. And so... I had to, um, I had to be incredibly careful about who the people I hang around because they would often try to like tease me and say, "I'm looking up YouTube videos." Ha! Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so it was. Uh, also, quite an eye opener, uh, just from a purely conversational standpoint, too, because you learn that the younger generation, either my generation or younger, um, everybody is so connected to each other now, but. There's no communication happening. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, that was a huge thing um, that I observed is just how the internet is actually completely just ruining our communication ability and how it's actually ruining our attention spans, also. Yeah, yeah. But I'm actually <laughs> yeah. quite interested, or, you know, sort of maybe I'm being nosy and please buy them and tell me to shut up. Um, but what resources um, did you use to access the internet? I, uh, well, um, there is a piece of adaptive technology that is called a screen reader. And essentially, it's a program that you install onto 
your computer and um and uh it it interprets the graphical user interface into a, a, an audio based interface for us to navigate around so like you would go to a web page and you could visually see all the links and everything on the page and the screen reader has the task of interpreting the page into audio landmarks for us to navigate around. Uh, so like in your case, um, you could look at a link and know by the color of the link if it's a visited link or unvisited link. So the screen reader takes all those elements and it transforms them into audio-based landmarks and an audio interface for us uh, to navigate around. So, so I, I could be, you know, tabbing through or airing uh, through a page and I could hear this link has been visited or that link hasn't. Um, so, um, I navigate solely through the keyboard and keyboard commands and keyboard sh sh shortcuts as opposed to you guys who generally use a computer by operating the mouse and clicking and double clicking and scrolling and everything of that nature. Yeah. So I hope that clears up at least some of your questions. <laughs> yes, yes, no, definitely, definitely. Um, because again, there was something, there was this documentary I watched, you know, a long time ago, and I, we are the diverse, right? Which I found quite, quite interesting. Um, and I did wonder, you know, if it was there was this boy who did. Um, I don't know how he developed, it, and it was a long, 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 long time ago. And he did a bit of echolocation, so he was visually impaired as well. But every uh, time uh, he made a clicking sound with his mouth, he could almost visualize his environment. And I thought, wow, that is amazing. I actually would. I, I think I know who you're talking about. Uh, Ben Underwood? I can't remember his name. I just know it was a documentary that I saw um, a really long time ago, and he was literally running down the stairs. And he just kind of reminds me of a DC character, was a Marvel character. I can't remember which one now. Um, that was the blind lawyer. And, you know, he could at night, yeah, you know, daytime yeah. he was a lawyer, and at night yeah, time yeah. he was a superhero. And, you know, it kind of yeah, just, I thought, yeah. wow, that was, you know, that was quite um, amazing. And I wondered where technology was headed, you know, to be able to help, you know, people who are visually. 
um, impaired. And it's, you know, that's why I was quite curious to see and, you know, to know about the screen reader, because again, I think, um, you know, it's not a lot of people that I know who do use it. So I was, you know, it's quite nice to know that technology is actually there that, you know, sort of helps people um, to do more. So I take it then, do you have any devices you would use on a tablet? Like, do, 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 does the screen reader work on your tablet or just your laptop uh, or desktop? Um, it depends on the kind of tablet. So generally, if you get an Apple, like anything Apple, so they have their own uh, screen reader, which is called voiceover. So, okay. um, and so they have a lot of different uh, gestures and commands that you have to learn as opposed to a screen reader on the desktop. So it's really, uh, so it really comes down to manufacturing uh, and manufacturers and uh, companies who s sell these laptops, uh, tablets and everything else. Like Amazon, um, their screen reader is called Voice View and that operates differently than Apple's uh, voiceover and on a desktop, but I'm I'm probably the only person uh, on earth who is still old and uses an old, uh, uh, like a laptop and a full-sized keyboard because I, I just absolutely hate uh, 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 the uh, touch screen, but, Eventually, I know that I'll have to get used to it because everything is morphing into apps and uh, as opposed to programs. And it's like, uh, well, for me, as a journalist, um, I, um, I don't know how uh, other blind people can type on a key, uh, type on the virtual keyboard as quick as they do because any time that y you have to turn uh, either voiceover on or anything. So let's say that you're using an iPad and you're trying to type in a s s something. A s society people only have to hit the key once, but if you have a screen reader, you first have a have to navigate to the uh, letter, and then tap the screen twice. So it's very, very, very slow if you're typing. Um, a lot of blind people use a dictation, but for a person 
like me, um, who also has this speech impediment, that's not a really great solution either. So, <laughs> so I still use a laptop more than I do actually use a tablet or my iPhone or anything. Yeah. Okay. So any final words about, you know, how you shut off the internet? How did you, you know, those friends of yours who were trying to, you know, like when someone's dieting and friends go, oh, here's a piece of steak. Um, I was right. trying to make you see all these things you were missing out on. You know, how did you persevere? I, I, I just firmly told them, do not show me anything on the internet. Just no, just no. I, I, I eventually had to just cut off a few of them and said, okay, I'm not talking to you until the end of the month. No more. Goodbye. <laughs> so, so, so that, uh, so they, um, I asked them, I said, you guys may think this is a hoot, but I'm taking it seriously. And they're like, look at this cute, LOL cat. He's so gorgeous. I'm like, Ugh. oh my gosh. So, <laughs> uh, so, so it's all about uh, putting my foot down and uh, quite frankly, sh sh shutting out uh, a lot of people temporarily. It's like, I love you, but I have to go for a while. I'll be back, I promise, but I have to go, so, 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 uh, yeah. Fabulous, fabulous. Well, it's getting to that point where I need to go and get my own drink, because I, I'm going to get your drink now. Um, it's a virtual cafe, so just assume that I've given you your drink. Um, <laughs> but any final words of wisdom before I kick you out because this heat is really getting to me like if you've ever followed my show consistently right during winter you would see me how I'm lamenting thinking oh my god the sun god needs to come out we need some sunshine the weather is so cold it's so miserable and now that the sun god had our prayers and is like we've been doing 27 28 I think there were a couple of times the temperature was like 30 degrees and now it's kind of like, oh my God, it's so hot. This heat is a bit too much. And it's like, you know what, human beings, we can't even please you, right? You say it's too cold, the sun comes out. The sun comes out, it's too hot. It's right? too hot, right. So that's right. why I, mean. I think I would do with a nice milkshake as well. A nice, let me see, I think a pineapple milkshake would be very nice actually for this oh, heat. Yum, I would love a pineapple <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, so, but before I kick you out, any final words of wisdom? Anything you want to tell people about, you know, what was the best thing you took away from living off the internet? Because for me, I don't know how I would do because, you know, when I want to travel, I check train times on the internet. You want to travel, you check airport and flight times on the internet. You want to go shopping, you do online shopping. You want to do everything is online. So how does one yeah. live outside of the internet? I really don't know. I think I would struggle without the internet. Yeah, you and a lot of people actually. Um, that's where you you learn to really be independent. Is if you sh sh shut off all the internet for a 
month or two months or even a year because um, you learn that you're very codependent. And so the best thing I learned actually just from not using the internet for that period of time is I actually learned how to problem solve and how to be incredibly resourceful. And I also learned how to actually communicate with people like on the street and coffee shop and everything. And, everything. and I'm not like saying like polite uh, pleasantries. I mean, I really learned how to communicate um, with all kinds of people and listening to them as opposed to looking at a tweet or a screen or anything like that. And as for advice um, to any of you guys, I, I actually would say that um, if you are a writer or if you want to become a writer, there's two pieces of advice that I put above anything else. And so the first one is to, is to read lots of books in yeah. lots in lots of different uh, genres so you can actually develop your own voice and style and everything and for those um, of you uh, who are concerned about pleasing your audience, uh, throw that right out the window. You should actually craft that essay or the book because you have a story to tell, not so that you can make everybody else happy, but craft it in a way where you don't care about um, you don't care about outside influences and everything. I mean, criticism is all good, but you know, um, write for yourself and not necessarily other people, uh, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that, that's that's perfect. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. It's been an absolute pleasure having you, and hopefully I might see you again in the not-too-distant future. I hope so, too. <laughs> right. Oh, and again, just I'm not very mean. Now, before <laughs> I kick you out, and I keep saying before I kick you out, and I've not done so yet, <laughs> how can people connect with you? Are you on Twitter? Uh, yes, I am on Twitter. So the best way to connect um, on Twitter is at the blind writer. So that's a 
W-R-I-T-E-R. Um, and if you tweet me, I can s send you a link to my website. However, if you don't have Twitter, um, you can go to my website, which is blindjournalist.wordpress.com. And so those are good ways to get a hold of me. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you very much. And everyone else, it's your girl, Shagilala Salami. And I never normally do this, but I'll just put it today because it's my show. I can do whatever I want. Uh, so you can get me on Twitter at Shagilala Salami. So S-E-G-I-L-O-L-A-S-A-L-A-M-I. Shagilala Salami. Well, that's Facebook and Instagram. And if you just search for Segulala Salami on Instagram, on Twitter, you can find me, but I'm at day one um, But yes, thank you, Robert, for stopping by. Um, and until next time, it's bye for now. Thank you for having me.